Not yet. No, the Supreme Court would not hear the Texas case. Now, many are incredulous. How can that possibly be? Well, let me first tell you that no case or no court has heard any case that has been given so far on merit. That is any case of substance, if I can put it that way. So the Texas case, and as far as I know, the other cases by Sidney Powell and uh, the president's case in some of the lower courts with Rudy Giuliani and Jenna Ellis have not been heard on merit yet. The, the courts in many, pardon the pun, cases have not heard, have not heard the cases that are being litigated on merit. They have some procedural reason why they are either not listening at all or passing it on somewhere else. So that doesn't sound encouraging, but it is because there has been no court that has heard the evidence. No court, as far as I know, especially the Supreme Court in this case, that's heard the cases on merit and said there's no merit. There's no reason why we should award the plaintiff for their complaint. complaint. While I'm listening to myself and while I was thinking about this, I was thinking about the Supreme Court justice that President Barack Obama nominated. His name was Merrick Garland. I'm saying, was his name Merritt? And of course, he wasn't given an up and down vote in the Senate because Mitch McConnell decided that, you know, this is the end of the term. And the president, in that case, it was Barack Obama, does not have the Senate as a majority. His party is not the majority, so we're not going to do that. It was entirely different with Amy Coney Barrett because the president was a Republican, Donald Trump, and the Senate, under Mitch McConnell, had the majority in the GOP. So that was, I think, the major distinction there. But back to what we're talking about. So since the Supreme Court did not hear the case, many are devastated, some are disillusioned, some are cynical, some are <coughs> giving up. Some gave up before this, you know. They went and took their Trump signs and flags down and thought it was over. And I think some in our neighborhood, they don't, they don't have access to Twitter or whatever. They maybe listen to some of the mainstream media and they're completely misinformed. But I want to tell you, it is not over. And there are several paths I won't get into all of them here, to a possible Trump win still. Um, and the main thing is, our God is still on the throne, which will be the case no matter what. But this is not over. This is one reason why I pointed out to you that the Founding Fathers, when they wrote the Constitution, they allowed this interim period between what is supposed to have been Election Day and the inauguration of the incoming president, which could be the incumbent, of course. 
in order to give space for possible discrepancies and resolution to those discrepancies. Now, I can't tell you what everybody's talking about on Twitter. They're all over the map, but some of it is quite severe and disturbing and ominous. And I want to tell you, it is a critical time. And if you're out there listening to this and you're not taking this seriously, you need to wake up and smell the coffee because this is a crucial time in uh, our nation's history. It's a crucial time in the chronology of eschatology. And it's not a, a time to be taken lightly. And we have prophets that have different tones and different focuses. And they're not necessarily... I'm talking about the true prophets, of course. They're not necessarily contradicting one another, but they're giving different angles of this. And we need to take all of it into consideration so we have the proper stance and we're balanced in our assessment and in our application and, and in our engagement. It's, it's essential. But uh, so the state legislatures still can take charge of their constitutional right in their particular states, the ones in question are, of course, the ones we're looking at primarily. Those state legislatures in Pennsylvania, Wisconsin, Michigan, even Arizona and Nevada, and um, Georgia can still step forward and take their constitutional right to decide what occurred, what they're going to certify, and what electors they're going to send to the Electoral College. And that's just one of the major approaches to this. Now, I'll just tell you that you need to be vigilant. Uh, we don't know, regardless of what happens in the end, as I pointed out to you in my previous podcast, The Supreme Decision, and I still believe there could be a decision from the Supreme Court. I really think there's a lot of things that are being kept to the chest. You know, they're not playing all their cards. I'm talking about all those that have cards to play. And as a result, oh, are they getting criticized and blasted? I mean, people are calling people turncoats and traitors and weak need and wimps and all kinds of names I can't say, of course, names I wouldn't say. Uh, a lot of people are getting called a lot of names because things are not happening the way some folks expect and as soon as they can. But I'm going to tell you there's going to be some things that are going to happen, and when they do, it's going to be quick. It's going to be an exacting moment. And uh, there could be a lot of momentum. I think we're in for a rough few weeks. So that means you need to be vigilant, keep your head on a swivel. Of course, if you're in some places, it's not near as volatile as others. We know that. You need to make sure your family's provided for, that you have all the necessities. You need to make sure that you are alert. And this is not an alarm in the sense of fear, it's, it's wisdom. So make sure you got your essentials in your house 
and all that sort of thing. But be sure and be a vigilant prayer person. Go to Ephesians 6, read it, do it. Go to your prayer meetings, have your devotions, listen to the prophet, or prophets, plural. Not the false prophets now, <laughs> you know that. And uh, keep your hope, keep your hope alive, because... Uh, I don't believe this is over. I believe the Lord wants us to have four more years of this president. But there will be a point sooner or later, hopefully it's not sooner, where we're going to have to recognize that the Bible, as it has been written, it's going to happen. It's going to come to pass. And uh, if we read it, even in the midst of the tumult, we see the saints of God uh, go through it. Some of them suffer. Uh, they suffer. Um, there are martyrs, and there have been historically around the world. So this is not brand new. Jesus said, "In the world you will have persecution, but be or tribulation, but be of good cheer. I've overcome the world." So remember the last part, be of good cheer, I've overcome the world. So the overcomers will come through whatever they're facing. They'll come out on the other side, more than conquerors, and their victory will be ultimate and eternal and complete because we have the captain of the Lord's host as our leader. So I want to read you a scripture or two as we get ready to round the corner and head for home on this particular podcast. This was in, it's in Hebrews. I like the way it's posed here. It says in Hebrews 10, verse 36, For you have need of endurance. Say that, I need endurance. So that when you have done the will of God, see that's key, you may receive what is promised. For yet a little while, and the coming one will come and will not delay. So in other words, when that while passes, and I believe it, it's pretty close to over. It's not over right now, but I mean, we're, we're way beyond when this was written. You know that. And when that little while passes, the coming one will come and will not delay. Now, 1 Corinthians 15, 50, 51, 52 says it's in the moment, the twinkling of an eye. But it says, but my righteous one shall live by faith. And if he shrinks back, my soul has no pleasure in him. In other words, don't be a give, give, give upper. <laughs> don't quit. Live by faith. And then... Paul, or whoever wrote Hebrews, says, But we are not of those who shrink back and are destroyed, but of those who have faith and preserve their souls. Now this could get really deep here, and I'm going to resist the temptation to go into some areas of, of teaching here, but I do want to share with you a few scriptures that you could link to here in your cross-references. Uh, for instance, it says in, uh, let's look here at some of these cross-references real quick. Some of you would like this. Haggai 2.6, For thus says the Lord of hosts, yet once more in a little while I will shake the heavens and the earth and the sea and the dry land. Then in Luke 
8, I tell you, he will give justice to them speedily. Like I said, when things start happening, it seems like it's taking forever in some cases, but when they do start happening speedily, there's some things that's going to happen fast. I tell you, he will give justice to them speedily. Nevertheless, when the Son of Man comes, will he find faith on earth? So when Jesus gets here, is he going to find faith in you? That's a good sobering question right there. And then here's the final passage I want to read right now. Habakkuk chapter 2, verse 3 and 4 is what this Hebrew scripture alludes to, I do believe. For still the vision awaits its appointed time. It hastens to the end. It will not lie. If it seems slow, wait for it. Say that. If it seems slow, wait for it. See, they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. That's Isaiah 40, 31. So back to Habakkuk 2, 3. If it seems slow, wait for it. It will surely come. It will not delay. Wow. And verse 4 says, Behold, his soul is puffed up. It is not upright within him, but the righteous shall live by faith. Okay. And we could go on. Moreover, wine is a traitor. So there is a traitorous wine that the seditious and rebellious and uh, treasonous are drinking right now. It goes on, an arrogant man who is never at rest. His greed is as wide as Sheol. Like death, he has never enough. He gathers for himself all nations. He collects as his own all people. So the enemy tries to collect a consortium of people, a conglomerate of various identity groups to attack the righteous. And we see that on different levels now, even in the political realm, but of course in the spiritual realm. So I just want you to know that while the supreme decision did not happen last night, there is a supreme decision that's going to happen. And when it does... Make sure you're on the right side. God's got everything moving along on His calendar. Let's just make sure we fit in where we're supposed to by cooperating with Him. Thank you, Father, for the Word this morning. Lift up my friends, strengthen them, get them ready for a new day and a new week ahead. Lord, raise up your mighty men. That's the sermon I'm preaching Sunday. Raise up your mighty men and women. And let us do exploits in Jesus' name. Amen.